And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, and totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father through the Son and by the Holy Spirit all for the glory of God Almighty. First, one of the more common difficulties that we seem to have as Christians has to do with a proper memory. We remember what's draining and often forget and ignore what's sustaining. The solution is found within the wisdom of the scriptures and examples of the peoples who have hearts that really want to follow God. Let's review one of everyone's favorites and true stories that brings a warm and fuzzy feeling. We're going to review King David. What did he remember? We're going to get to that in a second. Next, what the world uses as their warfare tools doesn't fit what believers use for their instruments of warfare. We get that. But why not? Because the world engages in warfare from the flesh point of view, and the Christian engages in warfare from the spiritual point of view. I'm not talking about the battle of the ironsmith as much as the battle as the heartsmith. And finally, what has Jesus ever done in our lives just because? Well, I did that just because. What's he ever done? Nothing. Everything he does and everything he says has a purpose. But certainly, he doesn't do too many weird things, does he? Well, I guess if we count spitting to complete healing as not weird, well, then no, he he doesn't do weird things. On the other hand... David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Now, see, I, I feel like I went through all three of those stages in the last 72 hours. Surviving, okay, kind of bobbing up and down in the water with a little bit of water splashing into my eye and in my mouth. Okay, then living. So that's when your head goes above the water and you're treading, right? And uh, you're you're making movements and you can realize you can move a little bit. And then prevailing is when you get out of the water or above the water. That would be the way to think of it. Uh, We will probably not cover politics, so I don't really have much to say about that. However, there will be some entertainment and some current events may be thrown into it. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insane. Humanities and Oive, so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now you can email us, David at he must That's David at he must You can text us 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Standard rate supply. Okay. I got that right for the first time, right? And then also you can call us 972-445-0770. But when you call 972-445-0770, it will be Captain Chris 
who will answer the phone, and it'll be just like you're sailing in the right direction in life. All you got to do for that, call. 972-445-0770. Now, for your opportunity, you can share a thought, a comment, an opinion. You can share a prayer request, a praise report, or perhaps you want to answer Bible trivia. Some hard, some easy. Let's go with this one being maybe a little easier. Which animals had their mouths shut by an angel in the book of Daniel? Which Animals had their mouths shut by an angel, right? Shut by an angel. I don't know where the shut's really, is that really like shut, shut by an angel in the book of Daniel. If you think you know, you can reach out to us, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. And then also you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. One of the things that I have found out in my own Christian walk and journey is sometimes when I'm reading stuff or sometimes when I'm learning stuff, the easy stuff that's easy is also sometimes something that needs to be reminded so that I can be reinforced that, yeah, I know stuff. I know stuff. I mean, like, I get it. So that's why we do some of the easier questions. Let's just see if you can figure it out. And the only hint I will give you is they're the best team that ever plays on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Did you like that? That was a good one, right? I, I almost need to put the horn with that one. I mean, come on, right? Yeah, I probably should have put the horn out with that one. That's true. Uh, all right, let me know what you can figure out. Uh, in the meantime, just the updates. Noelle's doing better. Keep praying for her because when she's not doing good, I'm not doing good. So just in case you're trying to figure out how we work. It's like, well, you should be able to do everything independent in the Lord. Well, congratulations, you're better than me. Uh, so for me, uh, when she's not doing good, I'm not doing good. And uh, and then on the other side of that, if Levi's not doing good, Noel's not doing good. <laughs> so it's like a lot, you know, it's like a lot there. But the good news is uh, Truth marches on uh, going forward in the school using the radio show as the doctorate for strategic Christian ministry. Just had to tweak and kind of change a few things but we got that squared away and then the last thing to tell you is of course the new website's up and new apps are coming for apple and for android okay got a new app happening uh built most of it myself you'll be able to tell that that's not very hard (laughs) but it looks good looks good okay uh where are we at all right let me get to the text people. Now I got people talking about other teams. Uh, I should have been careful there. Okay. Uh, This is called Timmy Do Over Time. I can't even explain where that comes from because most of you won't get it, but it's a Michael Keaton movie. We'll just leave it there. Okay. All right. Great. First Samuel chapter 17 verse 37 says the following. Two different people, by the way, gave the same comment. Don't even know each other. Exact same comment just now. That's hilarious. All right, uh, here you go. Then David said, the Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, go, and may the Lord be with you. 
Let me point this out to you. It's very important for you and I to grasp this. This is David. He's about to take on uh, the big giant. He's about to take on Goliath. And he says something that is critical in faith that we need to use. I need to use it. You need to use it. You're Husband or wife needs to use it. Your kids need to use it. Your parents need to use it. Your pastors need to use it. The worship leaders need to use it. The sound people need to use it. The people that do maintenance, the missionaries, the ministers, the teachers, the volunteers, the hospitality people, the kids, we all, all, all need to use it. David said, the Lord who rescued me. The Lord who rescued me, not an English major, as my professor is uh, proud to tell me, I want to point out to you, okay? But rescued is past tense. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, that's past tense, will rescue me, future tense, So the past is now being used to deal with the future. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Just think about that. What has God done in your life? Okay, now, I know if you're a younger Christian, you're still kind of counting that, okay? And I know that there are some things that we struggle with in the beginning of our faith. We have a, a faithful listener, Sergio, who listens to our show. He's a blessing to me. He doesn't know I pray for him all the time. The Lord is going to use him mightily in his life. He's just going to find out. It's really cool. But what he's discovering is he's growing. He's growing in certain things. And what you find out is as you grow, there's things in your past that God has done or shown you or taught you or helped you in. And those things become your guides or your wisdom setters for things that you are going to face in the future. And God has delivered you and me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear. What was the lion? I don't know. I don't know what your lion was. I don't know what your bear was or is. But God has delivered us. And because he has, it's a testimony that he will. That's that's the thing. The thing is, <clears throat> it's easy to remember what doesn't work. <laughs> uh, it's easy to, to do that. It's spiritual warfare at times to keep in mind what does work. And what does work is remembering how God has brought you through it, and how because of that, he, he wants you to know that's his commitment, that he will yet bring you through it. Okay? All right. Okay? All right. Which animal had their mouths shut by the angel in the book of Daniel? The lions. The lions. And you can say whatever you want about the cowboys. The cowboys never went 0-16. 
Yeah, they could only get better from there, right? Okay, here we go. Uh, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life it feels like I've been running, running and running and running. What is the David Spoon Experience? Imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at a thousand miles an hour into space. Once there, you can sense the power and the presence of the majestic and the divine. You forget about your troubles and your fears, and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable. But then, the show starts. And you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show. What were you thinking? The David Spoon Experience. Only for the brave of heart and the bored. What is the David Spoon Experience? These are church signs. Now, some of these are okay, but some of these are funny. So, uh, and, and we let uh, Terrific T be the ultimate uh, decision maker. Here it is. There's uh, 10 signs. We'll do them real fast. The first one, free trip. This on a church. Free trip to heaven. Details inside. Okay. Not bad, right? Not bad. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Here's the next one. Try our Sundays. They're better than Baskin Robbins. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, this is funny because you got to hear it as I do it. Searching for a new look? Have your faith lifted here. Instead of face lifted. Come on. All right. Uh, as an ad for a church uh, with a picture of somebody holding two stone tablets where the Ten Commandments are, and it says, for fast, fast, fast relief, take two tablets. <laughs> okay. I'm not even going to disagree with you on that one. Uh, the restaurant next to the church put out a big sign says, open Sundays. Uh, that's not a good one. Just skip that one altogether. Uh, having, okay. Having trouble sleeping? We have sermons. Come on in and hear. <laughs> uh, come in and pray today. Beat the Christmas rush. <laughs> Always going Christmas. <laughs> All right. Uh, this was on a sign in front of a church. Sign broken. Message inside this Sunday. <laughs> They're saying the sign is broken. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, come work for the Lord. The work is hard. The hours are long and the pay is low, but the retirement benefits are out of this world. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. And then, uh, finally, if you're headed in the wrong direction, God allows U-turns. U-turns. Hey, 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 hey. Not bad, right? That's all right, right? It's pretty good. A little funnier than the clown ones. Yeah, <laughs> very funny than clown ones. A little funnier than the clown ones. I have to think that Try Our Sundays are better than Baskin-Robbins. That's a good one. <laughs> That's one of my like, Okay. The David Spoon Experience. And if you can't shout sight, you'll have to face up. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. By the way, that's KAAM 770. That's right. I'll tell you, even though it's been since Wednesday, it's like yesterday. I I don't know what it is. I don't know. I like being here. That's what it is. The traffic? So we have been praying about whether we need to relocate or not just because... 
is getting worse. The one thing I noticed about the the traffic in uh, Texas, which is the same in California, is it ain't getting better. <laughs> is that a nice way to say it? Somebody better come up with that Star Trek transporter at some point. Something's got to happen. Uh, here's your next trivia question. Very interesting question. Uh, you don't have to be perfect on this. So I'm not, I don't know if we really need the horn, but I'm telling you, you don't have to be perfect on this. Uh, when an angel appeared to Peter in prison, how did he wake the apostle? How did he wake the apostle? If you think you know the answer to that, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also uh, text in 214 210 8483. We're getting some humorous answers right off the bat. And then you can also, uh, in addition to that, uh, send an email, David, at he must increase.org. I got to find my uh, piece of paper that has my brilliant uh, humorous uh, quips in them. Okay. Oh, here it is. Okay. He's listen. That's, that's me doing that to the paper. See? Okay. Got it? All right. Uh, first joke is cute. Second joke is, you know, just one of those bizarre things that I would like. And then the third one is a one-liner that's, uh, I think, worthy. All right, here's your first joke. Ready? You got your clap and your horn and your whatever else you want to use. And Are you ready? What do you need the clap for? Oh, that's funny. (laughs) It's funny. Funny, Chris. That's funny. You always took off your captain title in that. Uh, Timmy didn't want to put his money in the offering plate Sunday morning, so his mother decided to use some hurried creative reasoning with him. You don't want that money, honey, she whispered in her ear. Quick, drop it in the plate. It's tainted. Horrified, the little boy obeyed. After a few seconds, he whispered, but mom, why was the money tainted? Was it dirty? Oh, no, dear, she replied. It's not really dirty. It just taint yours and it taint mine. It's God's. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad, not bad. This one, I I feel in my heart. <laughs> Nobody else is going to laugh at this joke, which I already know. But I think it's funny. This is my humor right here. This is what makes the whole thing sad. A devout old shepherd lost his favorite Bible while he was out looking for a wayward lamb. Three weeks later, the sheep walked up to him carrying the Bible in his mouth. The shepherd couldn't believe his eyes. He took the precious book out of the sheep's mouth, raised his eyes heavenward, and exclaimed, It's a miracle! Not really, said the sheep. Your name is written on the inside cover. You see why we have problems on this show? You see? You see? And then finally, words of wisdom. There's a fine line between a long, drawn-out sermon and a hostage situation. Okay. Can't go wrong with that one. (laughs) It's just a no-brainer. Okay, uh, the question uh, that is on the table. When the angel appeared to Peter in prison, uh, uh, how did he wake the Apostle. That's the question. Let's get into the text. Are we missing anything? Covered everything? I think we got everything. All right. There we go. Okay. This is called the Dilly Dally Dance. I never tell you. I have titles for all these. I probably should start telling people that, right? The Dilly Dally Dance. I don't know. Again, 1 Samuel chapter 17. Uh, this is verse 39. David strapped his sword on over the military clothes 
and tried to walk, but he was not used to them. I can't walk in these, David said to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off, and instead he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the wadi and put them in the pouch in his shepherd's bag. Okay, a couple things to cover on simple texts like this. Remember, this is not the uh, general context. What I'm about to teach you is what we would call an application, a dynamic application. It's not more important than how we would generally read it as the whole story. never is, but there's always little gems or things you can pull out of Scripture that you can go, hey, that's good, I could use that, or hey, that's a good thought, I need to add that into my arsenal kind of mentality. David strapped his sword over the military clothes and tried to walk in them, but he was not used to them. One of the most amazing things is that uh, we try to do certain warfare, certain things with things we don't, we don't like, we don't use them, we don't get them. Uh, in fact, in one version it says, I can't use these, they're not tested. Uh, and in other versions, he's just saying, I'm not used to them or I don't like them. There is a reality that in uh, our preparation, in our walk, you might be a person, and let's just uh, identify what this is. You might be a person that really likes the King James Bible, and that's the Bible you want to use, need to use, and should use. And there should be nobody that talks you out of that, period. Okay? Again, you don't try and talk anybody else out of theirs, but you don't let anybody talk you out of theirs. You use—it's uh, it's kind of a nice way to say it in the Christian faith—you use what got you there. I mean, you use what works. And if for you that works or praying in the morning works or praying in the afternoon works or praying in the evening works or praying in the bathtub works, if for you taking a bike ride and that works, or do what works for you. It's not that other things are bad for you to try, but never let go, never let go of what works. If you know it and you're comfortable and it's moving you in God, you must you must, you must stay with that because that's what got you there. I mean, isn't there, what is it? Uh, there's this old saying, Kirk keeps sending me, sing, sing with me if you're happy and you know it, praise the Lord. <laughs> that's, but that's its own point. If, if, if you're a person that's afraid, now, praising more is always good. There's not going to be any bad in that. But the idea behind this is to really catch if you've used something and it's comfortable, use it if it's drawing you closer to the Lord. And so David would not use something that was foreign to him. Then he, then it says this, okay? Uh, so David took them off. It's like, yeah, it's not working for me. I'm not doing that. And that's fine. And by the way, for those people out there that are trying to find a church, you go to a church, you go there for a while, you should always check a church out more than one service. Hello. But if you go there for a while and it's not the right connection, you know it's not the right connection. It's not the mortal sin of the universe for you to go visit another church. So stop thinking that. Just instead of just doing nothing, Go to another fellowship. Go to another fellowship. At some point, the Lord is going to connect you to the right fellowship. Just keep trying that. Okay, so then it says this. So David took them off. Instead, he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones, put them in his pouch in his shepherd's bag. Okay, now let me, let me explain something to you. Five smooth stones. How many Goliaths were there? One. Okay. And there's many people that say, well, Goliath had four brothers. <laughs> so he had five. Okay. But here's how David did it. He was prepared. 
He was ready. He was counting on the Lord, but he didn't just do nothing. He, he took five smooth stones, and he approached his problem head on. He didn't delay. He didn't hide. He just used what he knew would work. He had a couple of extra in case he, he was not faithful. God was going to make him faithful. But the idea behind this is to have preparation in case he needed more. And that's really what we have to have in our walk. Why you need to spend 30 minutes with the Lord, 60 minutes with the Lord, and two hours with the Lord, or five minutes with the Lord, or whatever that is for you, is because you don't know what's coming the rest of the day. I promise you, when we got back from church, and we were like, what a great service, and and let's pick up some really lousy food just to celebrate, which is something we do. That's our tradition. So we picked up some really lousy food, came home. We ate it. We loved it. It was great. Then Noelle goes into the room, and then the next thing is she can't move. Preparation of that service helped us try to keep the right spirit. That's what I'm talking about. And you think, well, that's that's dumb. No, it's not. If you forget that you're in a warfare and it comes at you, it cuts your faith. You should have the shield of faith so it cuts nothing. You should be prepared. You should be aware. The enemy is looking to take out whoever he can, and he don't take Sundays off. Okay? The enemy doesn't go, eh, Saturday night. Eh, no worries. We'll just let it all go till Monday. That's you and me. That's not Satan. Okay? And David approached his problem with the Lord, prepared as he could be, recognizing that, you know, what he had to face was way, way past. It was way past him, right? But it wasn't way past him because of God, and he was prepared. And preparation is important. Now, I would tell you that in this last trial, I think Noel and I, we had talked about it, ironically, that we had both had a sense that there'd be some trials coming that were a little more intense than we thought of. It wasn't like a fake confession or anything. It was more like, eh, we just need to heighten up, tighten up and heighten up kind of thing. And sure enough, so that was kind of like grace, the Lord going, hey, you know, watch it. Watch your backside, right? The enemy doesn't sit there and go, hey, you know, really, now's a great time because they don't got anything going on. <laughs> so if you were the enemy, would you attack somebody when they have nothing going on? Okay. I just thought I'd ask you, you know. Well, if that's you, then, okay, get it? All right. Uh, we got to answer a trivia question, right? I like these bop-around shows. I can't help it. I have fun doing them. All right. Uh, when the angel appeared to Peter in prison, how did he uh, wake the apostle? We got everything from kicked him. He, he kicked him. <laughs> Get up. <laughs> like a Monty Python show. Uh, he kicked him. He struck him. He poked him. He touched him. He rused him or rused him. That's the king just, he arused him. He physically touched. Oh, angels can't touch people. <laughs> Tell it to Peter because uh, it's right there in the book. He touched him. All right, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, 
then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. On God Country, Texas, 770-KAAM. Every once in a while when I do the uh, radio hosting, I have this wonderful opportunity to talk to people that influence the church, that are a blessing to the church. Today is no different. I am honored and blessed, by the way, to have the opportunity to talk with Pastor Robert Morris. He is the founding and lead pastor of Gateway Church. He's a best-selling author. He's written some excellent material, but he has a new book out, which has the greatest title ever— Next to the Bible. The, the new book is called Take the Day Off, Please. That's all I ask for. The book is entitled Take the Day Off, Receiving God's Gift of Rest. Pastor Marshall, you're there with us. I am, David, and it is so good to talk with you today. I do want to let you know before we get going uh, that I was actually introduced to you by somebody at your church about a year ago. I was at a place called Inigen. And uh, somebody named Robert, who went to your church, he gave me your book, uh, you know, Beyond Blessed. And I had not uh, actually had the chance to engage on any of your material yet. I read that. It was a really timely book, which was really cool. Oh, and th- then I was able to go and get your book on the Holy Spirit, which I thought was one of the best pneumatology oh, books that I've read in, eight, in a long time. So just so that <laughs> you know, you. I really appreciate thank that. Thank you. I, I've, uh, I actually I came from a Baptist background. And um, and so I've actually had, I have some friends that are uh, Dallas Theological Seminary. I have some friends that are Church of Christ, and I have some friends that, you know, just come from all sorts of different backgrounds that are not, quote-unquote, Pentecostal Charismatic. And again, that's not my background either. I went to Crystal right there in Dallas and to East Texas Baptist College before that. But anyway, I've had so many guys tell me that they really appreciated um, that book on the Holy Spirit, um, and they may not even— agree with everything in it, but they appreciated the sensitivity and the way I handled the, yeah, the person it, of the Holy Spirit. You know, you so. did, it was a great job. I mean, I was born and raised Jewish. I became a Christian. I'm a, oh, I, I have a Baptist and a Pentecostal ordination. And <laughs> Baptist-costal. Just, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Baptist. I'm a Calminian, and I'm a manifold millennialist. So <laughs> anytime you <laughs> want to sit great. there and talk about diversity, I'm there for you. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Now, it looks like we got somebody calling in before we're doing the trivia. So do I need to do the trivia or get the call? What do you think? We can do trivia first. I can do the trivia first? Okay. I'm going to do the trivia first. Okay. And then we'll take the call. So the call might not be related to the trivia, or they may be able to answer the trivia. We do not know yet. Here we go. According to the book of Acts, which believer had the face of an angel? And I can tell you in my own upbringing, my mom and dad would never say it was anybody in our family. Uh, according to the book of Acts, which believer had the face of of an angel. In the meantime, let's take our caller. Are we ready? This is David. Who am I talking to? Samson. Hey, Samson. How are you? Hey, very good. Thank hey, you. Uh, tur- turn tur- turn your radio down just a little. Trivia, but tur- the reason I was calling, uh, I'm in a very, very tricky and 
time-sensitive situation, and it's been a very uh, anxiety has been uh, taking over me. But I'm I'm pushing that anxiety with the First Peter five seven, and I have given that care to to Jesus. But still, I'm a human, so it's kind of I I need some people to intercede with me. I would not explain the situation, but uh, I believe that God knows because he is El Roy, the God who sees. Uh, but I need some believers to stand with me, so one day I will testify that. All right, let's pray. Do me a favor. Make sure your radio's turned down. I'm going to pray over you real quick, okay? Yes. Okay. okay. All right, here we go. We're going to pray. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up our brother to you. And what we know is that you have a peace that passes all understanding. It doesn't even have to make sense. But that peace that passes all understanding keeps our hearts, which has to do with our feelings, and our minds, which has to do with our thoughts. It keeps them still and steadfast and anchored in you. Just pray for Samson and his situation. You know every detail. He needs to probably exercise some wisdom. Give him that wisdom that he needs so he's not lacking in anything. He's not coming behind in anything because you are for him and not against him. And you will help him and guide him and that this at some point can be a testimony by which he shares and glorifies your name. In the meantime, as you spoke to the disciples when they were very, very concerned after your resurrection, you spoke to them and you said, peace. Let there be peace in his mind and heart, even the peace that's beyond understanding. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. amen. All right, so regard, regarding your trivia question, hello? Yes, I'm waiting for you to answer it. Regarding yeah. the trivia question, uh, besides not there, me. There are two of them, are, and, uh, but I know one is right. Go with and, that. Uh, <laughs> So, all right, the first one is coming to, is it Stephen? That is correct! It is Stephen. That is 100% correct, Amundo. <laughs> Good job. Good job, brother. You keep us posted on that prayer, though, right? Yes, just pray, like, keep in your prayer that the people that we need to talk, that God will already speaking to them, so there will be a favor, okay? You got it. All right. Thank you, brother. All right. God bless you. Take care. All right. Love you all. God and bless. And all the audience as well. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to push our history back for a couple of different reasons. Uh, so the trivia question got answered. So I want you to you know, everybody to know that that was Stephen. And uh, one of the cool things about that, that a lot of people miss is, so uh, he was filled with the Spirit and was looking up to heaven. And so one of the things that can tell you or help you understand whether your barometer is running on full in the Holy Spirit is where your eyes are. Just so you can know. It's just like, dude, when that dude was filled with the Spirit, you know what? He was looking up to heaven. Then the Lord cracked it open. He could see Jesus. It was like, yep, that's it. It's over. We're, we're, everything's fine now. Sometimes we get our eyes in the wrong place. We get so focused on the mountain that the mountain becomes really, really big. I remember counseling somebody. I got to tell you, this is something that really happened. And some of you probably could use a little bit of this wisdom. So I had somebody talking to me about a what if. 
Okay, you ever had a what if? Well, if this happens, then this will happen. What if this happens, then this will happen. And what if this happens, then this will happen. And they could never seem to get rest about the situation because it could go like one of a hundred ways, right? Well, here's the thing. It's really hard to speak faith to a phantom mountain. If the mountain doesn't really exist, <laughs> then something else is going on altogether. And instead of being afraid of what's up and coming around the corner, just remember who it is who's up and around the corner, and that's the Lord. Okay, He's already around the corner, past the bend. He's on the top. He's on the bottom. He's at the left, right, north, south, everywhere else. So keep that in mind. Don't try and put away a phantom or have faith for something that doesn't even happen. In fact, that I will say it goes back to not me uh, in this case, but I will utilize Abraham Lincoln's statement when they kept asking him, well, how are you going to get across Fire Creek? Because the creek goes up, the creek goes down, the creek goes up. It's always different when you get there. You know what he said? I'll let you know when I get there. Like, there's a lot of wisdom there. <laughs> it's like, I'll let you know. I don't know how it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to do. I'll tell you then. All right. All right. Now, we'll do our trivia in the next uh, segment. In the meantime, I'm going to get into a Matthew 15. This one's called I'll Be Doggone. <laughs> I know I should be careful of that. You know, Noelle hears that. She's going to go, I can't believe you titled it that. Anyway, uh, behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and was crying, Have mercy, O Lord. O Lord, son of David, have mercy. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. Jesus did not answer her. She's crying out after us. Jesus stated his mission, more of a test than not, since he has already responded to the Gentile guard. In other words, this woman, who's a Gentile, Canaanite woman from that region, came out crying to Jesus, have mercy, have mercy, my daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. Number one, let's give the lady the acknowledgement that she knew it was a demon and that it wasn't something else. Half the time, people don't know that they're dealing with spiritual warfare. So, yeah, great it there. Number two, Jesus did not answer them. People go, that's such an insult. This is why people don't know who Jesus is, because he answered the Gentile guard. So it's not that he didn't talk to, uh, he wouldn't talk to Gentile people. That's not what was going on. Remember what I said in the beginning of this portion, and it's really important. I want you to understand that. Jesus never does anything for nothing. Everything Jesus does has a purpose. And he does weird stuff. And don't tell me he doesn't do weird stuff. Anybody who's using spittle to be a part of healing, is that's the weird stuff. It's like, that's what it is. I was like, boy, that's weird. Sure is. And he can do whatever he wants because he's the person that tests people. And he knows what he's pulling out of them. And he knows how they're going to respond. And so he does it for their sake. And you're like, yeah, but I didn't do that. It's like, yeah, but you ain't Jesus. So, I mean, I don't even know what the argument is. So he doesn't answer her, and then and then the disciples see see this is brilliance. This if you really understand this, the disciples are like she's crying out after us. You didn't say anything to her, and now she's driving us crazy. See, so she's gonna get there because she is determined. This is like this is like you know a dog and its bone kind of mentality. It's like nah, this is mine. Arr, arr. So he restates his mission. I have sent I am sent to the lost children of Israel. Right? And he's there, you know, that's not my job. And she goes, help me. And she's not stopping. So I don't I don't think people understand. There's a persistency going on here. It's come almost like an experience where she will not quit. And then he makes that famous comment, well, you know, I've not come to the dogs. 
And everybody gets mad. He called her a dog. First of all, it's the Greek word for dog, the pet dog. So it's not even the dog of the Gentiles. That's not even correct. But that doesn't even matter. It's the dogs and the crumbs. And the, the word for dogs is little dogs. And even if she was blocked by God initially, would she still persevere to find deliverance for her daughter? That's the question. What is it that Jesus taught about prayer? That it should be persistent. What is it that Jesus taught about knocking? That you knock until it's opened. What is it that that Jesus taught when he taught about it in Luke? That the person kept knocking on the door until the person got a response. This lesson is not for Jesus to insult the woman and call her a dog. It's to teach you and I to be more like this woman. That's what it's for. Now, she had three rebuffs by Jesus. And she wouldn't quit asking for help. And if Jesus rebuffed her again, she'd have asked again. (laughs) See, that Jesus called, watch this, great faith. She wouldn't let the address, the circumstance, the apparent or any of that change any of it. She was like, nope, nope, I'm getting this healing for my daughter, and I will drive your friends crazy, your disciples crazy, and I will get in the boat with you, and I will drive you crazy all the way across the boat, and when you go to eat, I will drive you crazy, and if you go into the men's room, I'm going in there, and I am not going to stop until I get what I want. That is commitment. (laughs) But you know what Jesus called that? Great faith. That little annoying disposition or attitude, that proves you believe. Show him you believe. He doesn't need to see it. You need to see it. You have a faith that will not quit. That impresses the Lord. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For those who come to God must believe that he is and a rewarder of those who seek him. Okay? All right. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. 
Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Do you think it's been, organizational leadership has been a good thing for church leaders? Well, it, oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's a penetrating question. The answer is very simple. If used correctly to add value to people and serve others, it's a good thing. If used incorrectly, it's not a good thing. And, uh, you know, when people talk about everything rises and falls on leadership, I teach them often that it rises, but it also falls. And nothing is better than for people to have a good leader, and nothing's worse than for people to have a bad leader. And the to me, what what makes servant leadership work is this. Most leaders put themselves first before their people. And so it is a me uh, motivation as far as leading. What's in it for me? Uh, I, I travel internationally with my uh, company, Equip, and and uh, in fact, I'll, I'll leave Sunday for Guatemala. In fact, I'll be meeting next week with the president and the cabinet of Guatemala. And when I'm when I'm with these leaders alone, David, alone. I mean, no no handlers, no media, nothing, but just alone. The question I ask them, which is I think the true servant leadership question, is. Will the people be at, better off after you've served your term as a leader than they were before you got there? Wow. And, and I think that's, and, and when the answer is yes, you have been a good leader, it has been a good thing. Organizational leadership, good thing. When the answer is no, bad leader, bad thing. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. we got somebody on the phone we want to start off with. Let's start this segment with that. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Annika. Hi, Annika. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. And um, we've been praying for you and Noel. So Thank that- you. You guys can get past all these uh, attacks. <laughs> I know they're no fun when you're going through them. Yeah, that's for sure, right? I mean, you know you know the Lord's going to get you through them, but in the middle of them, you're like going, huh? <laughs> no kidding, yeah. And we really want to thank you for your ministry because it has really helped us. We've been going through the, the spiritual warfare, and recently it has really kicked up. And um, the... The answer, you know, the other side of the spiritual warfare is the spiritual welfare. And so I have a praise report that uh, uh, very recently we were on a, under a very sudden satanic attack that was very frightening. Uh, and we want to praise God and thank Him that He protected us through it. And it was very clear His hand was in it. Uh, Amen. it, it you just go, wow, you know. Uh, I don't want to go into detail because it's just been real recent, but um, wow. 
He's there, and he really is real. He's the ultimate reality. Amen. And that's awesome. And you don't have to share every detail just to know, hey, the Lord took us through this process. There was a lot of warfare. The enemy was there. Other other manifestations were coming through, either people or other things. And it's like the Lord said, yeah, we're getting through this. And it's like the great—it's like getting through deep water and coming out the other side and going— Aha! Aha! I'm through it, you know. There's <laughs> just something about it, you know. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it was just, and all, you know, just praising him right after, you know, as you realize, wow, what just happened? And just praising him because I think my 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 past experience was, would be I would have freaked out so badly and ratcheted up all my nerves, and it, it just would have made the situation worse. But right. I'm learning to just watch them fall to the left and fall to the right, and it doesn't touch us. It's amazing. It's amazing. amazing. Excellent testimony, and I really appreciate you sharing that. Great job. Thanks for your ministry. Yeah, God bless you, and thank you for yours. Uh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Excellent work. Okay. All right. Um we got so much going on. I just don't ask me. There's a lot going on. Uh, okay, we got to do trivia. Okay, this trivia is not hard. If you all don't get this, <clears throat> that's my that's my comment to you. <clears throat> uh, who, according to Paul in his letter to Timothy, was vindicated by the Holy Spirit and seen by angels? You have to get that one because that's kind of important for you to get that. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. Vindicated by the Holy Spirit and seen by angels, Paul said to Timothy. Uh, And if it's in your gut, it's probably right, so go with that. Uh, If you think you know, you can call 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. Send an email, david at hemustincrease.org, which we will now send you to the website because we still need the giving thing, and I got to stop. I already had this long talk with Noel, long talk with you guys last week about uh, not asking for giving. Yeah, forget it. You, You need to give because we need to keep the ministry going, and then those create opportunities uh, for the Lord to bless people in whatever fashion. I don't care if it's financial or not. Check out the new website at hemustincrease.org. Website, hemustincrease.org, hemustincrease.org. Email david at hemustincrease.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. All right, let me give props to Kirk. He was the first one to get it right, so sometimes you just got to put that in there. I'm just saying. That's what you got to do. Uh, what was the other thing? Was oh, yeah, new apps coming. So we have an Apple app coming. It's not, it's not fancy. It's cool, though. I mean, well, what I think is cool, but then <laughs> that means nothing. And then uh, we have the new app coming, but then we've got I've got like five or six apps I was able to do that I was able to kind of build them without uh, costing us any money. One of them will cost. That's the Apple one, but we'll we'll get to that later. Let's do history. Uh, If anybody answers the trivia, great. And if not, then I'll do a short teach, and then we'll do the history, or then we'll do the the trivia question. But let's go ahead and do history real quick. Let's go living in the past. Let's go living in the past. All right. Today is Giving Tuesday. Day, by the way, it's supposed to be the big day where everybody gives. 
I have said before and will say again, I always want you to take care of your home base first. If you want to give here as part of Giving Tuesday, oh, swell. Uh, in the meantime, I really think you should be led by the Holy Spirit where you give. I think that if people were more sensitive about giving and didn't treat it like a bill, they would find that they are giving into other ministries and then participating in other ministries, and I think that's a great idea. So we, we actually do that. I mean, I tell any pastor wherever I'm going, you know, from going to their church, I tell them that. It's like, that's what we do. That's how we go. Uh, it's National uh, Moose Day, like chocolate moose. Okay. I like chocolate moose. Sorry. I mean, I like it. I'm a, I'm a moose guy. Okay. Not the, you know, moose and squirrel. I mean, I'm just talking about mooses and the food. Uh, it's National Give Space Day. I know no idea what that is. National Mason Jar Day. Noah loves those mason jars. She's a, but she's like into that, like uh, decoration y stuff. <laughs> well, she's a flower manager. Right? I mean, she's like, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. I'm like, look at the what? The vase? Oh, it is glass. It is also $20. I mean, that's the other thing I say. Okay. And then uh, last, it's uh, supposed to be stay at home because you're well day. That's that's that's, that's sweet. Uh, that's not great. Uh, 1872, the first ever international football match uh, took place. This is soccer, by the way, uh, between Scotland and England. They call it football. We say, eh, not so much. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then uh, we'll just end with this. Uh, longtime Jeopardy champion uh, Ken Jennings finally loses in 2004. On this day, he finished with the largest game show winnings of all time, 2520000 That's pretty good. $2.5 on Jeopardy. That's pretty good. Huh, I liked it. All right, anything else? We've got the trivia question. I'll get this in. Watch. First Samuel 17, 45. David said to Philistine, you come against me with dagger, spear, and sword. I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel's armies. You have defiled him. Okay, I'll make this really easy. Our God reigns. Our God reigns. With, you come against me with your power and your equipment. Fantastic. I come against you in the name of God. What does that open up for Arsenal? Anything God, the creator of the universe, wants to drop in. If you saw The Matrix, and don't be a whiner and say you didn't see it. If you saw The Matrix, they have that one scene where they show all the different things to choose from. And they can choose this gun and this gun and this gun and this gun. God's armory is a lot bigger. (laughs) So it'd be like miles and miles of that just keep happening. The point is that 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 Goliath was coming against David and defying God in the name of human power. And David's like, yeah, you're coming me with uh, with your weapon. Yeah, yeah, you got a dagger there. That's cool. Spear. You got a spear. Oh, that's cool. You got a spear and a sword. Look at that little sword. Yeah, I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. You're going down. And here's the key lesson. Never forget who your commander is. Right? Do not forget who's really in charge. Oh, I know you watch the news and read stories and think this is this and you know everybody's political this and this and that and this is right and this is... Oh, snore, snore, snore. Never forget who your commander is. In a moment, God can go, everything stop 
in the universe. And guess what? You would then be the frozen chosen. You wouldn't be moving at all, nor would anything anywhere else at any point. All God has to do is give the command from that position of the center of the universe, and the universe yields. So now your situation's not so big, <laughs> right? We'll just do a quick movie reference on this one. Uh, yeah, don't get all mad at me about this. Remember the Aladdin thing where he goes, a big genie, blah, 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 tiny little living space. <laughs> just like, you got to remember that the Lord is in charge. If the Lord wants to say, eh, it's eh, and that's it. And people could come against you in the name of all that is worldly and all that is from the world, and it is irrelevant because nothing, Nothing is greater than your commander. Nobody. How many buddies? Nobodies are greater than your commandment. Commander. That's all you got to remember. And then here's the other part. This is kind of cool. Not only is he your commander, he's your dad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You messed with the wrong guy. I'm a son of the king and you're in trouble. I like stuff like that. <laughs> I think it's great. You are a kingdom kid. If you don't like that, I, I cannot figure out why. All right, the answer for the trivia question, because I will not let anybody forget this, and we should have had more responses, is who, according to Paul in his letter to Timothy, was vindicated by the Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, and seen by angels? That would be Jesus. Okay? That would be Jesus, vindicated by the Holy Spirit. How? Rose from the dead. Hello. Seen by angels. Hey, we're just guarding the rock for a little while here, people. That's where that comes from. All right, what a fun show. You've been listening to the David Smoot Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. 22 and a half hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Destroying everyone and everything Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.